Hey friends, how you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we said in Daflamadal, Daf 34 of Mesech Tuxubis, friends. Um, well, Daf 34, uh, okay, so we give another answer to the question, the answer of Rishlakish, to the question of um, why does our Mishnah in Ksubis say that the punishment by Onus Mufata for, let's say, your sister or for other arise is... Um, Knas, uh, 50 shekels, and yet in Makis, it says that the punishment is, is Makis, is lashes. Um, so we had a few uh, answers, uh, the answer of Ula, the answer of Yochanan, now we see the answer today of Rish Lakish, and sort of then we sort of uh, go into depth regarding his answer. Um, and yeah, we got a lot to do today because we, we stopped kind of high up Yesterday, because this kind of goes on for a while today. Um, so here we go. Randaf Lamad Gimomad Bay is honestly a little bit more than halfway through the page by the two dots. Rishlokish Omar Hamani Reb Meiri. Oh, so Rishlokish's take on the situation is that it's Reb Meiri. Domiloko Umashali, who says that you get Makis and you also pay, right? So we were assuming up until now, Ainoloko Umashali, right? Like the Chachamim, that if you get Makis, then you're part of from paying, then you don't pay. Now, Rameir's opinion, however, is that no, right? Look, what was it? Low, low, uh, was it? Low, low, Hashem, Amavil Didei, Chiyuv Momen, Amavil Didei, Chiyuv Chata, something like that. That, uh, Yichayv Momen for Yichayv Momen for Yichayv Makis for Yichayv Makis for. And therefore, Yitaka get both. So, when, so our Mishnah that says that if you sleep with your sister, so then, then it's 50 shekels fine. And, the Mishnah in Makis, which says that you get la- uh, lashes, uh, they don't contradict. You get both. So that's Rishlokish's opinion. Rishlokish, Amani Rameri, that the author of these Mishnahis is Rameri. Da'am Eloko Mishalim, who says that you get both, Lemaisa. So that's why we're saying Subis that it's a fine, and a Makis that it's Makis, because it's both. Both are correct. But if that's true that it's Rameri, and it's about Eloko uh, Mishalim, Afilu Bitonami, ho, 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 ho. Friends, who can explain the, who can explain the Kasha? The kasha is that we're going to say, see on Daf Lamed Vav that if a fellow sleeps with his daughter, so then he doesn't pay the 50 shekels fine. And the assumption seems to be that uh, the reason is that, well, because he's Chayv Misa. I think he's Chayv Sreifa. I think. I think he's Chayv Sreifa. But he's definitely Chayv Misa Bidei Odom. Misa's Bezdin. So we want to say, because a fellow sleeps with his daughter, is Chayev Misa's Bezdin, so therefore he's Potter from paying um, the Knas, the fine. But if we're saying that the author of these Mishnais is Reb Meir, well, just like Reb Meir says that you can get Makis and also have to pay money, so Reb Meir would also say that you could be Chayev Misa's Bezdin and also have to pay money. So then, if it's Reb Meir, then shouldn't the Mishnah on Daflamid Vav that we haven't learned yet, shouldn't it say that if a fellow sleeps with uh, his daughter, He'd be chayv misas bezdin, but also um, the knas. Why does the mission say that he's part of from the knas, friends? That's the question. And if you're going to maybe suggest, well, the mayor holds that you can get makis and also have financial obligations, but not so by misa, right? So if you chayv uh, misas bezdin, so then you don't pay any money. Okay, so we can explain that if you sleep with your sister. Where there's a chi of makis, so there's a chi of makis and there's a knas. 
If you sleep with your daughter with a zechi of Mrs. Bezdin, so then there's um, Mrs. Bezdin and there's no knas. Vilo, but is that really true? Does Rav Meir really hold that way? Does Rav Meir really hold? Does it really hold that if you're chayiv misa, then you're potter from 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 paying uh, any money? Ve'atani, but we learn in a brayse. Gonad v'tovach b'shabes that if a fellow steals, let's say, an ox and he slaughters it on Shabbos, he steals an ox and he slaughters it on Shabbos. Gonad v'tovach l'avodes kochavim, or if he steals an ox and slaughters it for avoid desire. Gonad v'shor aniskal utvacho. Or if a fellow stole a uh, uh, animal that was condemned to, to to stoning because it killed somebody, mishalim by utvachu when he slaughtered it, mishalim tashlume arba vachamisha div remeir vachacham potter. Remeir says he has to pay dalid vehei. Chacham says potter. Who can tell me what arba vachamisha is? Arba vachamisha is that if you steal an ox. And you, so of course, if, uh, you steal something, if you're, if you're a ganif, so then you have to pay back the, 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 the item plus kefil. You have to pay twice the amount that you stole. Now, um, what if a fellow steals an ox and slaughters the ox? He has to pay five times the value of the ox that he stole. If he, if he stole a, uh, um, sheep, or a goat, and he slaughtered it. So then he pays four times the amount that he sold. And the reason is because a sheep, you would have to schlep through the market, and it's embarrassing, whereas an ox, you lead through the market, and it's not embarrassing. So therefore, because of the, out of the covet abrius, so we say that because he had to humiliate himself by the sheep, so he only has to pay four times the amount, but by an ox, he pays five times the amount, whatever it is. So that's what Dalavahe is. So Reb Meir is saying that if a fellow steals an ox on Shabbos and then slaughters it, he's chayiv to pay dalad vehei. Now one second. If we want to say that Reb Meir holds that if a fellow is chayiv misa bidei odom, that if a person is chayiv misa and he doesn't have to pay, well then how do we understand this? Because when he slaughters the animal on Shabbos, Yitzchayv Skila. And if what we're saying is correct, Rav Meir should say that if Yitzchayv Skila for slaughtering the animal on Shabbos, he should be potter from paying Dalvei, and yet Rav Meir is saying that he's Yitzchayv to pay Dalvei, so it sounds like Rav Meir's opinion is that just like you get, you know, if you're Chayv Malkis, you, go, you can also be Chayv Mammon, so also if you're Chayv Mises Bezin, you can be Chayv Mammon, as we see, that he's slaughtering this animal on Shabbos, and yet he's still Chayv Dalvei. Right, so, so, right, so let's read that again. Ve'atani, we learn in the Bible, Gonav v'tavach b'Shabbos, if a fellow steals a, an ox and he slaughters it on Shabbos, Gonav v'tavach l'avodus kuchom, or if he slaughtered it for avodizar, Gonav v'shoraniska l'tavach, or if he slaughters a, um, ox that's condemned to death, to, 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 to be stoned, u'tavach, when he slaughtered it, in all of these cases, m'shalam tashlumi arba v'chamisha, d'vremer, you'd be liable to the four and five times payments. Right, four if it's a sheep or a goat, and five if it's an ox. A chacham potter, or was the chacham say he's potter? Ha'itmar Allah, so says the Gemara, it's not necessarily a proof that Reb Meir would hold that mace umishalim, that if, even if he's chayv misa, misa's bezin, he would still have to pay, because rather, Ha'itmar Allah, he was taught about this brisa, Amr Yaakov, Amr Reb Yochanan, says Reb Yaakov in the name of Reb Yochanan, Ve'amri la, some say, Amr Reb Yirmiya, Amr Reb Shimon ben Lakish, 
that Rabbi Oven Rabbeel of Chochaburosim Ishmed Rabbi Yochanan Amrei. Okay, uh, different people say the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Bitoveach al Yedei Acher. That is somebody else is doing the slaughtering. So let's say if we take the example of Shabbos. So you have Ruvain steals an ox on Shabbos, but he gives it to Shimon the Shaykhit to slaughter it. So Shimon is the one who's Chayv Misa for slaughtering it, but Ruvain is the one sort of who stole it and, 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 and made uh, Shimon his messenger to slaughter it. So Ruvain is the one who's going to be Chayv the Dalad Vehei. So therefore it's not a situation of Mesu Mishalim, because Reuven is not actually Chayv Misa, he's only Chayv the Dalad Vehei. V'chizechotiv is a Mishayv, but frak the Gemara, is that the way it works? Does it really work that Shimon's going to do the Shrita and Reuven is going to be Chayv to pay Dalad Vehei? I thought that we have a principle of Ein Shliach Ledvar that you cannot uh, appoint a messenger to, to, to sin for you. The messenger, if he sins, he's responsible for his own actions. So therefore, I don't understand. If Shimon the Shaykhit slaughters this stolen animal, shouldn't Shimon the one who should be chai be the one who should be chai? So Amar no, not necessarily. Amar Achmona, the Torah says, that we can bear, that we compare slaughtering to selling, right? Because by the oh, right, I don't know if I mentioned this before, that if he slaughters the animal, he's chayv dalvehei. Alternatively, alternatively, if he sells it to somebody else, right? If he steals an animal and then sells it, so then he's also chayv dalvehei. So we, the pasuk says, "Utvacho mecharu," that we compare, and and the, we then want to now compare tvacho to mecharu, slaughtering to selling. just like you sell it to somebody else. Aftvichaydeacher, also slaughtering can be done by somebody else, and therefore, even if uh, Shimon's the one who does the slaughtering. If Reuven saw an animal and Shimon the Shaykhit slaughtered it for him, Reuven is going to be the one who's Chayv Dalad Vehei. So, okay, let's go back there for a second. Devei Rabbi Shmuel Tana, who was taught in the best Majesty of Rabbi Shmuel, O the Rabbis is Hashaliach, that when it says Utvacho O Mecharo, O includes even a messenger. So again, we see that the, that even if the messenger is the one who slaughters it, um, Ruvain could be Chayv Dalad Vehei. Also, the pasuk says, "Tachas is coming to include um, a messenger as well." So we see that um, even if the messenger is the one who slaughters it, Ruvain would be Chayev Dalavehe. So we can explain that when it says that if you steal an ox on Shabbos and uh, slaughter it on Shabbos. Yechayev Dalad Vehei, according to a mayor, Reuven, who stole the ox, is not actually the one who slaughtered it. Because if he did slaughter it, then he would be potter from Dalad Vehei because he'd be Chayev Skila. But in this case, Shimon the Shaykhit slaughtered the, um, the ox, and therefore Shimon the Shaykhit is Chayev Skila, and uh, Reuven, however, is Chayev Dalad Vehei. Maskiflo, Maizutra, Maizutra Asakashi says, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. We're saying that if Ruvain would slaughter the animal, so then he'd be potter from paying Dalavei, but somebody else, Shimon the Shaykhit, slaughters the animal, and all of a sudden he's chayv to pay Dalavei. Mi'ika, midi, is there really anything, dilu avad ihu loimichayev, that if he, Ruvain, would do it himself, if he would slaughter the ox, he would be, he would not be chayv to pay 
And yet, when somebody else slaughters it, all of a sudden, he, Ruvain, is chayv to pay dalvei. If he himself would have done it, he'd be potter. Somebody else does it for him, now he's chayv. So, and for the Gemara, the Gemara says, no, wait a second. Nobody said that, um, you know, Ruvain is not, um, that if Ruvain did it himself, he, he, he wouldn't be chayv dalvei. But because of meaning, if Ruvain would steal the ox on Shabbos and slaughter it on Shabbos, so nobody said that uh, he'd be potter from Dalad Vehei, that the Dalad Vehei wouldn't even exist. There would be Dalad Vehei. However, there's also another thing, which is the Chiyav Skila for slaughtering on Shabbos. And now we look at, the, at everything that we have in front of us. We say, okay, Ruvain stole an ox and he slaughtered it on Shabbos. He's chayv skila for slaughtering the ox on Shabbos. He's chayv dalad vehei also because he stole and slaughtered. And he's chayv for both of them. The thing is that the dalad vehei gets overshadowed by the chayv skila. We say, Kamle that, he, that he's only going to get one punishment and it's going to be the more strict, the more severe punishment, which is Misa. And therefore, um, that is why he doesn't have to pay Dalvehe because he's getting killed. But if Shimon the Shaykhid does the Shrita for him, and Shimon the Shaykhid's the one who's Chayev Skila, well now, there's, there's no reason to, you know, there's no reason to overlook the Dalvehe that Reuven is Chayev, and therefore Reuven is Chayev Dalvehe. So again, right, it's not that uh, if, if Reuven would do it himself, then the Dalad Vehei wouldn't exist. It's that the Dalad Vehei would get outstrengthened, outpowered, overpowered by the Chiyuv Misa, because we'd say, But if Shimon the Shaykh is the one who slaughters the animal, and therefore there is no Misa for Reuven, well then, we can, we can have, we can force him to, we can say that he's, the God, that Reuven has to pay, Dalad Vehei. There's nothing overshadowing it. So now the Gemara asks, well, if Ruvain is not the one doing the Shrita, and therefore Ruvain is not Chayev Skila, well, how come the rabbis say that he'd be potter from Dalvei? Right? right? Mary said that, 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 that in the situation where he steals this ox on Shabbos and he slaughters it, he's Chayev Dalvei. The Rabbonin say he's potter from Dalvei. Now, we had said it's ta- explained the Brisa as being talking about a case where Ruvain had stolen the animal, but Shimon the Shaykhit is the one who slaughtered it on Shabbos. And that is why Ruvain is Chayv Dalvei. But according to the Chachomim, they say that Ruvain would be potter from paying Dalvei. How come? Right? Dalvei, of course, being Arbo Vachamisha, when you slaughter an ox and you, you Chayv five times, a sheep or a goat four times. So, 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 how can the Chacham say that it'd be potter if he's not the one slaughtering it on Shabbos? So, man Chacham Reb Shemini. So, first of all, when we say that the Chacham say it's potter, who, who are these Chacham? It's the opinion of Reb Shemin. The Omar, that Reb Shemin says, Shkita Shkita. That an improper slaughtering is not considered slaughtering. That an improper slaughtering is not considered slaughtering. So, it's not considered like... Ruvain slaughtered this animal, and therefore he's potter from Dalvei. Hatena chavodus kochom shor niskal. Twitch the Gemara says one second. I can understand how you can get away with saying 
that it's an improper shrita if you slaughter an animal for avedizar. Okay, if you slaughter an animal for avedizar, I understand why uh, that's not a proper shrita and why you'd be part of Vishoriniskal, and also if you slaughter an animal that is already condemned to death and is also banoyo, so then I think it's also bano. So then I understand what also why it's not a um why 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 it's not a a um one second okay fine. So then so then Shoriniskal um that if you slaughter a Shoriniskal it's also not a proper Shrita. But if you slaughter an animal on Shabbos, then it should be considered a proper shechita. And if it's considered a proper shechita, so then why, do the Chacham, why does Rabbi Shimon say that he's potter from Pein Dalvei? That's not as we learned in the Mishnah. If a fellow slaughters an animal on Shabbos or on Yom Kippur, even though he's, you know, Chayev Misa, either Bidei, Right, Misa's Bezdin on Shabbos or Karis on Yom Kippur. Nonetheless, Shrita Sukshere. The Shrita is a Kashitika Shrita. And therefore, you know, I don't understand. Why would the Rabbanan say that if Ruvain steals an ox and Shimon the Shaykhid slaughters it on Shabbos, the Rabbanan say, we're saying that the Rabbanan is Rib Shimon, that Ruvain would be Potter from Dalvei. I don't understand why. It's a proper Shrita. So, Sovereign Law, Kribyechen and Asandler, well, Reb Shimon holds like Reb Yechon Asandler, Detanias, when in the Brisa, Amavashel b'Shabbos b'Shoigeg, that a fellow who cooks on Shabbos by accident, Yoichal, so he can eat it. B'Meizid lo Yoichal, Divrei Meir. But if he cooks on purpose on Shabbos, well, then he cannot eat it. Other people can eat it, but he cannot eat it. That's the opinion of Reb Meir. Reb Yehuda says Reb Yehuda b'Shoigeg, Yoichal l'Matzoi Shabbos. That says Reb Yehuda that if a fellow um, um, uh, cooks on Shabbos by accident, so then he can eat it on Mutsoi Shabbos. But if um, he, um, but if he um, cooks on Shabbos, then he can never eat it. Rabbi Yechanan Asander Omer says Rabbi Yechanan Asander B'Shoigeg Yoichal Mutsoi Shabbos La'Acherim Velolo. That if he cooks by accident on Shabbos, then on Mutsoi Shabbos, other people can eat it. But if he cooks on purpose on Shabbos, then nobody can ever eat it. So we see that Rabbi Yochanan Asandler says that if a person slaughters intention, that if a person does, uh, that if a person cooks intentionally on Shabbos, it's completely awesome. Not him, not anybody else. My time of Rabbi Yochanan Asandler. How come Rabbi Yochanan Asandler says this? It's a by the entrance to the to the nasi. Ushmartem es Shabbos that you have to guard Shabbos ki kodesh ilochem because it's kodesh. Ma kodesh also ba'chila that just like when it comes to kodesh, if you make something uh, 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 sanctified for the for the temple, so it's also ba'chila. You can't eat it, right? If you if you if you make if you say that you're going to bring an animal as a korban, well then you can't eat it. So af ma'ase Shabbos asurim ba'chila also. Uh, you know, if you intentionally cook on Shabbos or intentionally do some kind of a melacha on Shabbos, it's going to be aser ba'achila. And I think the point is that also by the shechita, if you intentionally slaughter an animal on Shabbos, it's not going to be a proper shechita. Imakodesh also ba'anoyo, hafmaisa Shabbos also ba'anoyo. But if that's the case, if we're making a comparison between Maisa Shabbos and 
Um, Kodesh, well, Kodesh is also also Bano. You can't get benefit from it. So also maybe things that you did on Shabbos, you should be also to get benefit. Like you can't even sell it to, to, to a Gentile. Tamalom and Lochem, Shalochem Yehei. No. So therefore it says, right, it says, Ushmatim Shabbos ki Kodesh Lochem, to you. That it's yours, you can get an off of it. Is it possible that even if you do it by accident, it's also Tamlum Khalalea Mosumas, those who sanctify those who desecrate the Shabbos shall surely die. The Mazer Amati Lukhavilo Bishogeg Dafka. If you do it intentionally, that's when it's a problem, but not unintentionally, right? That same Pasuk, what does it say? Pasuk says, So the same Pasuk says, um, you know, compares Maisa uh, Shabbos to Kodesh, but also it says but not So there, so there you have it. So um, the Chachamim we said are Reb Shimon, who says that Shchita uh, that uh, is not considered Shchita, and he holds like Reb Yochanan a Sandler, who says that if you slaughter an animal on Shabbos, it's not a proper Shchita, and um, therefore it's not considered like you slaughtered this animal, and therefore you're not Chayv Dal right? So if so if um, Reuven uh, stole an ox on Shabbos and then Shimon the Shaykhit slaughtered it, so it's not considered a proper Shechita and therefore um, Reuven is not going to be Chayev Dalid Vehei. Now says the Gemara, Pligiba Rav Acha Ravino, this is Machlokis between Rav Acha and Ravina, Charome Maise Shabbos Doiraise. One of them says that when Rabbi Yechon and says that Maise Shabbos is, um, is, um, so we say that that's the oraisa. The other one says that when Rabbi Yechonah Sandler says that it's oser, it only means the rabban. Man da'amu oraisa k'damor. So the man da'amu says it's made the oraisa, as we said based on the pasuk of Ushmaitem es Hashabbos ki kodushi lochen. Man da'amu oraisa that and and the opinion who says that when Rabbi Yechonah Sandler says that Maisa Shabbos is oser, it only means the rabban. And Omer Kra Kodesh he he Kodesh ve'ed Maisa Kodesh. He learns out from the fact that it says Kodesh He, that it, Shabbos itself is Kodesh, but not Maisei Shabbos, not those things that are, the activities that are done on Shabbos. Those are not Kodesh. Now if, according to the opinion who says that according to B'yochan HaSandler, Maisei Shabbos also Durabonon, B'mida Oraisei, it's Mutter. So then, how do we understand the opinion of Rib Shimon, who says that um, if you steal an ox and slaughter it on Shabbos, you put it from Dalad Vehei, if we're saying that, you know, it's Midor it's a proper Shechita. Rabbi Yochanan Asandr says Midor Abonon, it's, um, it's, um, it's not a proper Shechita, but Midor it is a proper Shechita, so shouldn't he be Chayv Dalad Vehei? Kikapatri Abonon Ashayre, Enochinami. When, when, when Rabbi Shimon says, or when the Rabonon who says, opinion of Rabbi Shimon says that it'll be put from Dalad Vehei, it's talking about when he slaughters a Fravadizar, it's talking about when he slaughters a Sharnisqal, it's not talking about when he steals a, 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 an ox on Shabbos and then slaughters it, and then, you know, Shimon the Shaykhid slaughters it. So in that case, he would talk, uh, um, according to the opinion who says, or Yerchan Sandler says, that Maisa Shabbos is only also Abonon, so then he would be Chayv Dalvei. Fine. Now, continuing in that Brysa, right, we gave three examples. If you slaughter, if you steal and slaughter an animal on Shabbos, if you steal and slaughter an animal for Avodah and if you steal and slaughter an Ashur Nisko. So now it says the Gemara, Tovech Lavodah Zor, in fact the Gemara, in the situation where, I believe that we're talking about where um, Ruvain steals an ox and then Shimon the Shaykh slaughters it for Avodah I believe that that's the case. So Tovech Lavodah Zor, 
So if Shimon the Shaykhet is slaughtering Favadis Kachavan, came the Shachat Bey Porta. Once Shimon the Shaykhet starts uh, slaughtering it, it's lay, it becomes Osir as Avodazar. Even once he makes the first nick in the neck of the, uh, the nick in the neck of the animal, so then at that point it becomes Osir, you know, because he's doing a Favodazar. And Idoch, and then the continuation when he keeps on, you know, moving that knife and making the incision deeper and more lethal, Kikatovach Lav, and therefore, once he makes the first nick, it's already Osir Bano to the original owner because it's now for Avodazar. So the person who he stole it from, it's no longer his essentially. It's Osir to him Bano because Shimon the Shaykhit is slaughtering it, making it Osir Bano. So, and therefore, you know, so, so it becomes Osir Bano immediately, but the Shrita is only considered proper Shrita once. It's, you know, it's slaughtered properly. The majority of both of the, right, the windpipe and the trachea. Uh, that's the same thing. The wind, the trachea and the esophagus. So therefore, by the time that Shimon the Shaykhid is finished with the Shechita and it's actually considered Tovach, that he would be Chayv Dal at that point it already was Osir Bano to the original owner, in which case he shouldn't be Chayv Dal So how, why come, how come Rabbi Meir says that he is Chayv Dal if basically when Shimon the Shaykhid finishes the Shechita, it's no longer the original owners. So Kikatovach lav demari katovach. He's not slaughtering the original owner's ox. If Shimon the the shaykh it says, look, I'm only I, I'm right. It's only going to be considered avodazara. I'm dafkui doing this avodazara, and I want that the shchita for avodazara should only kick in at the end. So the memele it's kicking in at the same time that he's also doing the shchita and. Therefore, he's chayv talib vehei. Shor We also have a kasha regarding shor Right? In this case, I don't know that we need to necessarily say, say shim in the shoychid, I think. I think in this case, if uh, you have a, a shor, an ox that uh, killed somebody, now we have to stone it. And then Ruvain, the ganif, steals the ox and slaughters it. And we say that he's going to be chayv talib vehei. But now, frek the gemar. He's not slaughtering the uh, ox of the uh, fellow who he stole it from. Because at the time that the ox uh, became condemned for skila, it became Osirbano. Right? I just looked it up. I think that, that, that seems to be the case. It becomes Osirbano from that point on. And therefore, it's Osirbano to the owner. And it's not considered like it's the owner's. And therefore, right, he's not slaughtering the, the, the ox of the owner. So again, Choraniskal. If Ruvain, Ruvain the Ganif, steals an ox from somebody, and then he slaughters it, he's not slaughtering the victim's ox, since it was a Shor Aniskol, and a Shor is already also to anybody, including the original owner. On my Rave, says, Rave, my skin on here, what are we talking about? Kigon, for example, Shemesaro Lashomer. That, well, it was talking about a situation where you have a guy who gives it to a custodian, a watchman, to watch. And the ox then damaged and killed a person while in the house of the watchman. And while it was in the property, in, in, the, in the possession of the watchman, Bezdin said that we have to kill this 
ox for killing a human. So we have to stone this ox. At which point comes Reuven the Ganif. Vignovu Ganif mi beis shomer. And then the Ganif steals the ox from the watchman. Vimeir sovela krib Yaakov sovela krib Shimon. And the mayor who says that if that if the Ganif slaughters the ox, he's going to be chayev dalad um, vehe. So he holds like Rabbi like Rabbi Yaakov and also like Rabbi Shimon. What does that mean? Sovela krib Yaakov. He holds like Rabbi Yaakov. The Amar Af Mishrig Martino Hechzir Shomer Levayla of Muchzer. That he holds like Rabbi Yaakov. That if the watchman even after the ox killed somebody else. And Bezin says that we have to stone this ox. If the watchman now gives the ox back to, to the original owner, he's off the hook. He doesn't need to pay for the ox, right? Meaning, in general, if something would happen to the ox, he would have to pay back the original owner. But in this case, if he gives back the ox to the original owner, even though he's giving him back an ox that's also by Noah because it's uh, condemned to stoning, nonetheless, it's considered like he gave it back and he doesn't have to pay anything else to the owner. And Reb Meir also holds like Reb Shimon the Omar, that Reb Shimon's opinion is that something that can cause, sort of, the, right, right, can be treated as a financial instrument, then it's considered like money. And therefore, you know, since this ox, when the watchman, right, the watchman can give it back to the original owner, whereby he is potter from paying anything else to the original owner, even though this ox is condemned for death, this chayiv skila. But since it has financial value to the, or can be used as a financial instrument to the extent that if the watchman gives it back to the owner, he doesn't have to pay anything else. He's off the hook for, the, for having to pay anything else to the original owner. So therefore, it's considered like um, mamen. And because it's considered like uh, mamen, so therefore, if... Um, uh, Reuven the Ganif slaughters it, he's going to be Chayev Dalid Vehei. Okay. And now we get to sort of a new take, right? Meaning, okay, going back to the beginning of the Gemara, we had the opinion of Rishlakish who says that how do we understand, you know, how do we reconcile our Mishnah in Ksubis that says, that by, uh, you know, if you sleep with your sisters and there's the 50 shekels, fine. And also the Mishnah in, in Makis, which says that you get lashes. So we had uh, Ula, who said he's talking about Bokeris. We had Reb Yochanan, who said that he's talking about, well, it depends if you got warned from Makis or not. Right now we have Rishlakish, who's saying, well, it's the opinion of Reb Meir, who says that you get both. Then we had the Kasha, but if you get both, right? And so then I don't understand. Then how can we say that if you sleep with your daughter, then you're potter for the fine? Shouldn't you get both? So we say, well, there's a distinction between Makis and Misa. By Makis, you get ma- you get both. You get Makis and Mamun. But you don't get Misa and Mamun. If you're high Misa, you're part of Mamun. To which we ask the Kasha, but what do you mean? We said that if you steal an ox and slaughter it on Shabbos, then you're still high of Dalvei, even though you can be high Misa for, for slaughtering an animal on Shabbos. And the answer was, so once, meaning, so we said that you, so you chayv misa for slaughtering on Shabbos and still you chayv dal vehei. So the answer was no. In that case, he's not the one doing the slaughtering. So therefore, he's not the one who's chayv misa. Shimon the shaykhid is doing the slaughtering, and therefore, um, Reuven is only chayv dal vehei. Comes Rabbah. Rabbah Omer the olim tovei achay de'atzma. 
comes Rabbah and he says that actually Ruvain is the one who's slaughtering the animal. Ruvain is the Ganif and Ruvain is the Shoichet. For a mayor, local Mishalim Islay, Mesu Mishalim Leisle. And regarding our Mishnayis and how to reconcile our Mishnayis, it's like we suggested. That Rameir holds local Mishalim, he doesn't hold Mesu Mishalim. And therefore, when it comes to sleeping with one sister where there's Makis, so that yes, you can get Makis, and you can also get, you also pay the fine. But when it comes to one's daughter, so since you have Misa's Bezdin, you're potter from the fine. Okay. Vishaini Hane, the Chidish Hu, Shechitra, Biknas. Afalgav the Miktol, Mishalim. And when it comes to paying Dalit Vehei, that if a fellow slaughters an ant, right, steals and slaughters uh, an ox on Shabbos, he's going to be chayev to pay five times the value of the ox. So the reason why he's chayev in that case is because it's a fine. A fine is a chiddush, right? Technically speaking, if I steal your ox and I slaughter it, I should pay you back for what I stole. I should pay you back the value of the ox. The idea that we pay five times the value of the ox it's a chiddush. Logically speaking, I wouldn't have necessarily concluded that. And therefore, because it's a chiddush, in that case, even though he's chayv misa, he's still going to be chayv to pay for this knas. It's not right. Yeah, if he's chayv misa, he's potter for mamon. Sure. And the gemara is going to ask, but then isn't uh, you know isn't uh, the the fifty shekels fine? Shouldn't he be chayv for the fine if it's right for the fifty shekels if it's a fine? Okay, forget about that for now. We'll get back to that. Now. New, so, so therefore, oh, so, 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 says Rabbah, the reason why Yitzchayev Dal Vehev, when he slaughters the animal on Shabbos, even though Yitzchayev Misa for, for slaughtering it, is because the Dal Vehev is a Knas, which is a Chiddush, and therefore even though Yitzchayev Misa, he's still going to be Chayev for the Dal Vehev, which is a Chiddush, which is a Knas, and, and is not cancelled by his Chiv Misa. So now, Thus, the Rabbah the Taime and Rabbah is consistent with his reasoning. The Amar Rabbah, the Rabbah says, "Hoyigidi gonavlo." But if a fellow during the week stole a goat, and therefore at the time that he stole the goat, he was already chayiv to pay back the principal of the goat that he stole. Utvachu b'Shabbos, but then comes Shabbos and he slaughters the goat. So now. He's chayv skila for slaughtering on Shabbos, but also at the point now on Shabbos when he slaughters, at that point he's chayv for right in this case dalit four times right right this uh, right dalit but in this case it's dalit it's four times because it's a goat chayv. So then says Rabbah, he's going to be chayv skila for slaughtering, but also to pay dalit vehei because that's what he became liable for on Shabbos. Because the principle of the goat, he was already chayv before Shabbos. What he becomes chayv for on Shabbos is by slaughtering it, now he's chayv the dal which is a knas, which is a chiddish. And in that case, he's going to be chayv skila, but also chayv to pay the knas of dal v'hei. But if he stole the goat and slaughtered it, all of that on Shabbos, well then potter. Well then he's going to be potter because if there's no geneva, if there's no principle, because we're saying that if Yitzchayev Misa 
He's chayv skila for slaughtering on Shabbos. And he also stole it on Shabbos. And we're saying that he's potter for the mammon. He's potter for the karen, for the principle of that which he stole. Because, you know, because ain mesu mishalim. That if you chayv misa, you'll be potter for mammon. And the principle is the, is the mammon. The dal of the hay is the knas. But the, but the principle, right, the, the value of the sheep, of the goat, is the mammon. And we're saying that he's potter for that because it's Shabbos. So for Ischayv Misa, for Ischayv Skila, for slaughtering on Shabbos, he's going to be potter for the principle of the goat. Since he's potter from the principle of the goat, he's also potter from any other payments of the goat, and therefore he's going to be potter from paying. Vom Rabban, Rabba also says, Friends, who can tell me what a machteris is? What's a baba machteris? We're going to learn about it in Mesech the Sanhedrin. A baba machteris is a case where a fellow tunnels into a house. You have a ganif, and he makes a tunnel underneath the house in order to break into the house and uh, and um, and steal stuff. Now he knows when tunneling, he's prepared. He's prepared for all options. That when he sneaks into the house, the owner, he's not just going to stand idly by and get robbed. He's going to put up a fight, and he knows that if he gets caught. The owner might kill him. And therefore, he's ready to kill the owner before he himself gets killed. So therefore, he's basically, right? And therefore, the owner is permitted to, 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 to kill the Ganif, right? Because he knows that his life is in danger. So now here's a situation where you have a Ganif who's uh, basically in a situation where his life is over, right? Meaning he's allowed, the, the, the owner of the house is allowed to kill him. So you have a guy who's basically chai of Misa because he's tunneling into a house and the owner has the right to kill him. And he then, so, so what does it say? If a fellow had already, right? This Ganif was a serial Ganif and he had already stolen a goat during, you know, some other time. So at the time that he stole the goat, he was hived to pay back the owner, the principal of the goat that he stole. But then he takes it with him on his next raid. He takes it with him into his tunnel that he, um, that he dug. And he slaughters it in the tunnel. So at the time that he slaughtered it, he was basically chayv misa. And that's also the time that he's chayv for dalar vehe. But he's also essentially, in a sense, chayv misa at that time. So Chayev, he's going to be Chayev to pay the Dalvei. Shekfan is Chayev b'gneva kodem shavli de Isra Machteres. Because he was already, he had, he, had, he had stolen it in advance and he was Chayev to pay the principal of the goat already in advance. And therefore by slaughtering it in the tunnel at a time that he was basically Chayev Misa, he only needs to now pay for the additional, you know, essentially Dalvei payment. So he's going to be Chayev for that because it's a Chiddush. But if he stole it and slaughtered it in the tunnel, well then potter. Then he's potter for paying any of it. Since he's potter from the principle of it, since at the time, since he's basically chayv misa at the time that he's stealing it in this machteres, well then, uh, since he's potter for the principle, he's also potter for the uh, for the fine. We need both cases. The cases, the, the case of slaughtering 
the goat on Shabbos in the case of slaughtering in the tunnel, the Ashmin on Shabbos, because if we would be uh, let known the case of Shabbos, that if he uh, stole it in advance, but slaughtered on Shabbos, he's chayv, mishum de isura iser olam, because Shabbos is, um, is an iser that is always going to be there. Right? It, it's a... Um, Right says Rashi calls Manche Idu all of Shachilal Shabbos Yimusu Yimisu Bezdin Ilka Chamira Misa Dila the Fochu Mamon that um, since Shabbos is more stringent in that if at any point witnesses testify that this fellow slaughtered this animal on Shabbos so then he's going to be Chayiv Skila and therefore I might say that since uh, that case of slaughtering the goat on Shabbos is more stringent so that is why. He's going to be chayv to pay for the knas, for the dalad vehei. Hava machteres, the iser shohu. But machteres, where he's only chayv misa at the time that he's in the tunnel. Once he's out of the tunnel, the owner can no longer kill him. So, so maybe I would say that uh, he wouldn't have to pay dalad vehei. V'yashminu machteres, and if we had only the case of the tunnel, mishim de machtaita zori yasser also. Because we have a principle that, you know, if a fellow's tunneling into the, in, underneath the house, he basically knows that he's getting himself into a situation where he can be killed and he doesn't even need a warning. So that makes that more stringent. But Shabbos where you would have to warn somebody in order for him to be Chayev Skila. I would say maybe he wouldn't have to pay the uh, fine. So therefore we need both of these cases. If a fellow had a cow that was uh, already stolen to him in advance, the, so up until now we were talking about a goat. Now we're talking about a cow. And it was stolen in advance. So he's going to be he's going to be and also to pay because he's already for the principal beforehand and now it's only for the fine. The fine is a chiddish. So he's both skila and the dalvei. What if he had an ox that he was borrowing? Utvacha b'Shabbos and on Shabbos, then he slaughters it. So basically, it's Shabbos. He's chayv skila for slaughtering on Shabbos, and also at the time that he's slaughtering it, he's also basically stealing it, and he's chayv for dalavei. Well, meaning at that point he would be chayv dalavei, but since he's chayv for dalavei at the time that he's stealing it, which is also Shabbos then Potter, because uh, since he won't be chayv for the principal, he's also not chayv for dalavei. Omulei Rav Acha b'Derava the Ravashi says Rav Acha b'Derava to Ravashi, Rav Pape Paro also l'Ashminon. Rav says to Ravashi, I don't understand. What is your Papa coming to teach us that it doesn't just apply to a goat? The same thing would apply to an ox? What's the Chiddush over here? So, what? No, I'm sorry. So, so, so Ravashi responds to Rav that Rav Papa is coming. The Chiddush here is about the Shi'ula. About the fact that we're talking about a borrowed animal. Because Agadaite Khamina, I may have thought to say, Hol the Omer of Pope Mishas Mishicha, who this Chayev Levim Zonosel, that since your Pope says that at the time that the borrower pulls the animal, he's already Chayev to pay for its food. So Hochanami, I would say, Mishas Sheele is Chayev Bonse. I may thought that already he's Chayev for if anything happens to it, such as if it gets slaughtered, slaughtered, he would be Chayev already from the time that he initially pulled it away from, from the person he borrowed it from. And therefore, it would be that the principal would already be chayev from then, before, you know, at the time that he borrowed it. And on Shabbos, he would only be chayev for the, for the Dalavei. Kamash Malon, then no. 
he's only chayev for the own sin if anything happens. He's only chayev if anything happens to this animal um, at the time that that it happens. And therefore, when he slaughters the this borrowed animal on Shabbos, he's going to be potter for dalad vehei since he's chayev skila, but also chayev for the principal and the dalad vehei on Shabbos. And therefore, he's potter for the principal. Therefore, he's potter also for the dalad vehei. On my Ravis says Ravi Niachloi Navi and Parashiula that if uh, you have a fellow and he dies. And he, at the time that he died, he was borrowing an animal, I don't know, for let's say a month, whatever it is. And now his children inherit that uh, rental. So So they can continue to use it until the rental is over. Or until the borrowing is over. But if it dies, whereas the father, if, if it died, you know, in the father's possession, he'd be chayv uh, to, you know, chayv to, to, to pay the owner, who he borrowed it from. But uh, the kids would not be uh, chayev, they'd be potter, because uh, they're not the ones who borrowed it, the father borrowed it. Now, kisvurin shel aviem he, now if they thought that the that that it was their father's cow, they didn't realize that it was a borrowed cow, and they said, all right, well, our father, I guess, had a cow, let's eat it. Utvachua, so they slaughtered it, and they ate it, and then it turns out that, oops, this cow was borrowed. So they pay a discounted price, right? They made a mistake. They slaughtered the animal. They didn't realize. They thought it was their father's. They didn't realize that their father had borrowed it. So they could pay a discounted price on the meat. Two-thirds the price. Now, if their father had left for them not just a cow, but also property, well, then they have to pay. Now, the question is, is this talking about the ratio of the safer? Is it talking about uh, when the animal died, so then he would have to pay, they would have to pay back the owner, or is it saying that when they accidentally slaughtered the an, the, the cow, then they'd have to pay back the animal, the, the owner, in the event that um, the father left for them property? So those who say that this thing about the property and the kids being chayev, to those who say that that's talking about the case of the ratio, talking about where, um. Uh, the, the, the animal died inexplicably when, uh, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the custodianship of the children. Uh, for those who say that it's talking about when they slaughtered the animal because they didn't realize that it was barred. So, uh, the one who says that, um, even when the animal dies on its own, if they have property, they have to pay it back. Uh, they have to pay for the animal. So then, Certainly then, in the case of the seifa, when they slaughtered the animal, they would also have to pay it back from the property that was left for them. Ufliga the rapapa. And that argues in rapapa, right? Because rapapa had just said a few minutes ago that if he slaughters the animal, right, that if he borrowed an animal and he slaughters it on Shabbos, he's going to be potter from Dalar because at the time that he slaughters it is when he's chayev for the onsen, right? It's at that point that he's chayev and it's Shabbos. So therefore he's potter for the principal and also any other payments. So now if we say that the children would be, that if uh, the father left property for his children, so then they are chayv uh, to pay back in the case where the cow died, that's basically saying that at the time that the father borrowed the cow, he was, right, his, his property became sort of uh, uh, tied into this uh, uh, lease, right, to this borrowing, to the extent that if anything happens from that point on, he would be responsible for it. And therefore, if the, if the father left property for his kids, so that and then the animal died, so he'd be chayv to pay for it because he was already chayv from the time that he borrowed it, which is different than Rapapu, who says that he's only chayv for onsen, 
right? If anything happens to the cow from the time that the thing happens. The one who says that um, the children are only responsible to pay back the owner if they slaughtered the animal, but if uh, but if the animal died on its own, they would not need to pay back the owner. So that's an agreement with their papa who says that, yeah, I mean, it's only at the time that the, that, that, that the animal dies. At that point, they would be chayv, and at that point, it was in the property of the children, and therefore, they are potter to pay back the owner. Well, friends, that was daf lamadalad of Masech Subis. That was kind of an involved daf. I learned it on the plane yesterday. I learned it on the plane yesterday. That's not the kind of daf you want to learn on a plane. You want an easy daf on an airplane. Anyways. Um, so yeah, we saw the opinion of Rishlakish, right? Who, in addition to Ula, in addition to Rabbi Yochanan, we also have the opinion now of Rishlakish, who who says that these uh, two Mishnayos, how can you reconcile by the sister, um, you know, um, uh, uh, um, you know, Knas and also um, Malkus? So we said, well, it's Rabbi Meir who says that you get both. We said, if that's the case, then how do you understand when he sleeps with his daughter, where he says he's potter from Knas, shouldn't he be Chai Misa and the Knas as well? So we say, well, Rabbi Meir holds. That you, uh, while you can get Malkus and Mammon, you don't get Misa and Mammon. That's why you're potter from, um, paying the fine when you sleep with your daughter, you're Chayv Misa. Now, then we ask Akasha, but Reb Meir seems to be saying that if you, uh, slaughter, if you steal and slaughter an animal on Shabbos, so then you are Chayv Dalad Vehe. So there you're Chayv Skil and you're also Chayv Dalad Vehe. So we saw two ways to understand that. One way to understand that is talking about, well, he's not the one who slaughtered it. Shimon the Shaykhid slaughtered it. And Shimon the Shaykhid is Chayv Skila, he's Chayv Dal Okay. Uh, another way to understand it is like Rabba explained that, um, no, he's the one who slaughtered it, but, um, Dal is a Knas, which is a Chiddish. And because it's a Chiddish, so therefore he can be Chayv even if he's the one who, um, slaughtered it. Now this is Davka if he's only Chayv for the fine on Shabbos, i.e. he had stolen it in advance and then only slaughtered it on Shabbos. So then he's chayv to pay for the fine. But if he had stolen it and slaughtered it on Shabbos, then he'll be chayv to pay for the principal as well. Uh, in which case he'd be potter for paying because he's going to be potter from paying mamon uh, if he's chayv skila. We then also discussed um, the, the opinion of a papa who says that if a fellow steals, uh, no, if a fellow borrows a, um, a, um, ox and then he sla- slaughters it, on Shabbos, so it'll be chayv skila, and it'll be potter from paying dalve because it's considered like he stole it, and therefore chayv in the principal at the time that he slaughters it on Shabbos, and at that point he's potter from the principal because he's chayv misa skila for slaughtering. So then he's going to be potter from dalad vehay. Friends, um, that was the aflam dalav of Masech Hope you enjoy. Peace out.